Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. Welcome to Inside the Monster with Steve Peralt and Joey Capone. out of the stretch the slender right-hander delivers high fly ball well hit left center field both Hicks and Stanton retreating and that ball's off the wall just to the left of the 379 marker two runs have scored here comes Verdugo and he scores it's a three-run double for Trevor Story and a 10-6 Red Sox lead welcome to episode 32 of the official Red Sox podcast inside the monster presented by Odyssey with myself Steve Peralt and Joey Capone the Red Sox split a big series with the Yankees and have remained at the top of the wild card standings how you doing Joey I'm doing good. A split is not exactly what I would call it. I would kind of call it a win. I wouldn't really count game one as a loss, but that's just me. How are you doing, man? I'm, I'm, doing, gonna... I'm doing good for multiple mm-hmm. reasons. The first reason is that I called the split, and I feel it, it felt right going into it. It's like, this, they're probably going to split this thing, and they did. But overall, though, I just feel like they proved that they belong in the category of the Yankees. And since we're talking the Yankees... We got my guy, John Jastrzemski of The Ringer of the New York, New York podcast. And honestly, JJ, this is probably the longest into a podcast that you haven't talked yet. And it's only been two minutes. How are you doing? Fellas, I'm doing all right. I'm dreading the 6 a.m. wake up call leaving the Hilton at the back bay or whatever the case may be. Uh, the last couple of days were not ideal. But, you know, it's funny you mentioned the idea of a split because I felt the same way from a Yankee perspective. Felt like this series was a lot more important for the Red Sox it was. than it was for the Yankees. But listen, when the Yankees win on Thursday night, they smoked the Red Sox the way they did on Friday. I'm not going to lie. I wanted to get greedy. They got a one-run lead in the eighth inning. They end up losing that game. They have a two-run lead in extra innings. We know what happens. And then on Sunday, 6-2 lead, Tyon flushes it. Yankee defense was as bad as it's been all year, and it's been a strength of this team, yeah. a far cry from what it was a year ago or two years ago. So long story short, we get the split, but not exactly the way I wanted to get to a split. Yeah, so I'm, I'm just curious, and I want to jump right to it. As, as a Yankee fan like you are, and you're one of the biggest ones that I know, how do you genuinely feel? How do you guys, the, the, the pulse of, yeah, I don't even want to say it was a Yankee Nation or a Yankee Universe or something like that. What is the pulse of Yankee Universe, not just after this series, but overall this season? Is it all like, oh, we're obviously going to make a deep run? Or do you think deep in the brains of Yankee fans, it's like, uh-oh, is this still the DNA of a team that hasn't been able to get to the World Series in 13 years? Um, well, if you go back to the beginning of the year, I don't think Yankee fans went into the beginning of the year thinking this is a world championship team. Yeah. I don't. I like, agree. I, I thought the Yankees were a playoff team. I thought they were going to be better than what they were in 2021. But, like, I didn't go into the year and say, well, this is going to be hands down the best team in the American League. Yeah. But when you look at the standings, they're like 61 and 25. They're playing outrageous baseball. That changes things. I don't think this weekend 
necessarily change my feelings on the team at all. Look, the starting pitching was off the rails for, for, for the first three months. That was going to regress. Mm. I, I mean, it's inevitable, right? Like, they're not going to have Nestor Cortez pitching with a 170 RA. <laughs> Jamison Tyon has kind of showed his true colors. Garrett Cole can't solve the riddle of Rafael Devers, but otherwise he's been fantastic for the Yankees. So you had a little regression from the pitching. You had to expect that. Okay, no big deal. I think the issue for the Yankees, though, is the idea of are they going to hit yeah. in the month of October? That, to me, is the bottom line. I think their pitching will be fine. I think they'll add another arm. I think their bullpen is absolutely fantastic. They don't have to worry about Chapman closing games anymore for them because of how good Clay Holmes has been. Are the Yankees going to be able to hit enough? And I think their lineup is much different than it's been over the last couple of years. It's not nearly as righty-centric. Mm-hmm. They're way better defensively, aside from this game and what you saw Sunday. Rizzo's helped them a ton. I think Donaldson has helped them a ton. Not having Sanchez's addition by subtraction. So they're more balanced. I think they could get more balanced, but we'll see how the next couple of weeks shake out. It's funny you mentioned the bullpen. I mean, there's so many awesome things about the Yankees this year, which does pain me to say oh, it out just, loud. It hurts, like it hurts to hear it. I mean, it, but the thing is that that's what's honorable about Red Sox fans is we can admit things like <laughs> no, that's that. Good. You know, that's good. Very big of us. Um, but I mean, the the bats have been what they've been. The starting pitching has been what it's been. The bullpen is definitely third in the conversation. You know, it doesn't come up quite as much. It's not uh, as uh, recognized nationally, or at least out here. Uh, is there a single arm aside from uh, Castro that has a four ERA in your bullpen? Chapman. Chapman, yeah, you got <laughs> yeah, yeah, two of them yeah. tonight. Chapman, and listen, let's be fair on Chapman, even though he didn't know where the ball was going today, he deserved a lot better. I mean, let's be honest. I don't yeah. know what the hell was going on with LeMayu today. Oof. The second one, can Aaron Hicks move? I know. I, mean, is there, I know. I know they're saying that LeMayu waved him off. You guys have played the outfield at some point in your life. When you have a chance to catch the ball, you the outfielder's got to catch the ball. Yeah. Not the infielder who's backpedaling, for goodness <laughs> sakes. I know. Come on. I haven't seen that from LeMayu before. He's normally pretty... Uh, Very sure-handed. That's what I thought. Very sure-handed. I, just seeing those plays happen. I mean, he's a Harwich Mariner legend. I'm like, I've never seen this guy have any moments like that, and they were in big moments, too. That ends up leading to more Red Sox runs. I think that that was the beginning of when Story ends up. Or was that? No, was that the beginning? Beginning of the, before. Yeah, okay, mm-hmm. So they, but they only get one. They only get one off of Chapman, even though he loaded the bases. And then Castro, I just, I got to... I got to ask about Castro and how you feel about this guy. Because when he pitched for the Orioles, I swear, every time he came in, he had no idea where the ball was going. And it was constant. And now he comes in with the Yankees, and it's the same thing. And he walks two guys, gives up four runs, gets no outs. I I thought that was uh, pathetic, but also expected. This is what he does seemingly every time we see him pitch. Yeah, I guess the good news for the Yankees, he's like fifth or sixth in the pecking order. Yeah, you don't even really need him, right? So, I mean, it it just you ended up seeing him a lot more in the series because— you didn't get a whole lot of length out of any of the starters outside of Montgomery. I know. Tyon was not very good. Cole was not very good. Nestor was not very good. So the Yankees were in their bullpen, as were the Red Sox, for that matter. I mean, the Red Sox, now I know Valdi did not pitch in this series. Sale, I mean, good luck. Good luck. You faced three any. rookies. I, mean, yeah, the, I was going to say, none are, of our rotation <laughs> pitched in this let's, series. But let's be honest now. It's not like the Red Sox rotation. It's not like we're talking about Kurt Schilling, Derek Wall, no, and, no. and Pedro Martinez in No, you're talking about Michael Walker. Yes. Okay, a former Back NLCS. in his prime. He has Great. returned to his prime this yeah. year. It's been wonderful. Now, to your, to your point, JJ, when the Sox rotation is is cooking it's still not great it's good like the, the red but sox rotation is good but do you right is, is there part of you that's like we should have won more than two when you're facing three rookies uh rookies i mean started. i would have liked to have won three out of four quite yeah. frankly but yeah. again they had a lead 
Saturday, they don't win a game. They had a 6-2 lead today. They don't win the game. It happens. I mean, listen, the level of baseball the Yankees have been playing, uh, they're, not, they're not winning 116 games. So you don't think they're going to set the record? No. Okay. All no, right. No, and I haven't entertained that thought for a minute, even though there are a ton of bad teams in baseball. Yeah. And I know the Yankees have a bunch of them coming up in the second half. They have the Cincinnati Reds, for example, who actually Tampa Bay had a hard time with. I know. Over the course yeah. of the I was just going to say there's no bad teams in the AL East. I know, no, how about the Orioles? The Orioles are the 500. Or- and let me tell you something about the Orioles. The Yankees played them a ton. Yeah. They played them like 13 times. I think they're like 9-4, 10-4, whatever. Yeah. The Orioles were in every single one they of always those games. are they were no but like last year they played them the yankees kind of brought they i felt like the yankees played down to the competition they did they did this year it felt like the orioles actually were playing some good ball yeah Give well they credit. came they came here and won a five game series the orioles are legit and that that's what kind of sucks this year if we're being honest about the al east i'm not overly worried about the rays not overly worried about the jays i think all Sox fans are a little worried about the yankees but I don't know. After this series, and you don't want to base everything off a four-gamer, it just felt like the Sox belonged in the conversation they with, do. with no, the no, Yankees. No, 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 they do. Yeah. And listen, here's what the Yankees got to answer, I think, more than anything when it comes to Boston, if they match up in the postseason. Yeah. It's not even the 2022 Yankees versus the 2022 Red Sox. It's 04. It's 2018. <laughs> and it's the last year in the wild card game. Because the reality is this. The Yankees have not been the Red Sox in a postseason game that matters. Since the 2004 championship series. Yeah, since game three. They got it. Now, listen, they, they won a couple. Of, what, they won one game in 2018. The game Sanchez was hitting bombs against yeah. that stiff David Price. Yeah. Um, but, you know, aside <laughs> from that, like, listen, the Yankees got to show me they could beat the Red Sox. Now, would I bet on the Yankees if they're playing the Red Sox this year? Yes. I think they're a better team. I think they're a deeper team. But that is an element, and I think they have a big advantage in the dugout. I know Boone's done a good job this year. Listen, I wanted him fired. I'll be the first you, to admit that. You were that. anti-Boone. You well, wanted listen, him out of there. I wasn't alone. It's not there. just you. I know. And let's I know. be honest. If George Steinberg, I know I get sick and tired of saying this, <laughs> George would have never in a million years let him survive last year. Oh, no he chance. He would have been fired about 10 different times. Yeah. Not no at ch- the end of the year. <laughs> 10 different times. And then he would have got fired 10 zillion more times after the wild card game. So, I mean, it just goes to show you the Yankees handled things much differently, for better or worse, yeah. than they did in the George regime. Boone's done a good job with the team. They like him. He's a likable guy. But they got to win this year. Like, this year for the Yankees, with the way they've gotten off to this unbelievable start, they have to get to the World Series. They have to. That's why I would much rather be a Red Sox fan than a Yankees fan right now. I mean, well, I'm going to go ahead and say probably every day I feel that way. (laughs) But, I mean, I'd rather be in the Red Sox position than the Yankees position right now. Because if you guys make it to the World Series and lose it in six games, that's a failure. Your season's a failure. I mean, because that's really the bar now, right? It Minimum, is, they got to get there, though. Listen, I agree. I mean, if you get there you, and you lose, you walk away feeling like, hey, well, I'm 22 was a great I'd year. Fe- I'm not going to say I'd feel great. I wouldn't feel great. But they haven't gotten to a World Series. It would at least prove to them that, they, that they can get there. This group hasn't gotten to a World yeah. Series. Now, mm-hmm. you lose to the Dodgers, they're better. You lose to the Braves, they're better. The team I can't lose to is the Mets. If they lose to the Mets, I mean, <laughs> I'm, going, I'm going in a witness protection program. Like, it would be 04 <laughs> ALCS to Armageddon losing in the Mets, where I do the podcast Monday and I'm going on a vacation. Subway Series Part 2. Oh, I'd be sick. I only got a couple more for you, JJ. We know you got an early flight. First off... I mean, I'm not getting much sleep anyway. No, I know. I don't think any of us are. But first off, if the if the Yankees end up winning... Let's say it's it's probably going to end up being around like 110 to 150. I was going to say 105, 110. Okay, it, yeah, might, it might be around 110. If they win 110, does it change your mentality going into the playoffs versus 
this version of the Yankees team, and I understand this team's a little different. I'm talking the Judge Stanton Yankees when they go into the playoffs. If you're going in with 110 wins, does it change your mindset? Or are you guys still looking at it like they got to get over the hump or it doesn't matter? Do you go in with a little more confidence if it's the most wins in Major League Baseball heading into the playoffs? Yeah, I mean, they should. And if they have home field advantage, which is something, by the way, they have not had outside of... 2019, they had home field advantage until the ALCS. Yeah. So yeah. I think they're a much different team at home. I think they feed off the ballpark. I mean, you got guys like Judge and Stanton who could go Apla Taco at any moment. That place is different in the playoffs. And it'll it's be rocking. not regular season. It's not quite. No, I mean, the environment in a regular season is nowhere close to what the old stadium used to be. Not, not even but close, yeah. The new stadium gets rocking in the playoffs. Yeah. It, it does. will be rocking in the playoffs. So I would, and the team is tailor made. They're built to play in that ballpark. No, they are. They are. But so, like, I mean, listen, if they win 110, 105, 108 games, now it's to the point, go to the World Series. If you get that far, though, if you get to the most wins in the majors, you head in as the one seed in the American League, are you concerned at all? Because if I'm a Yankee fan, I think I have one legit concern right now, and it's that September's not going to really matter at all. You're going to be playing meaningless games heading into the most important games of your year. Where do you stand with that? You know, I've seen teams that kind of coast through the month of September, win the World Series. Yeah. I've seen teams ride the momentum of playing all of those games and win the World Series. To be honest with you, fellas, I don't think there's any rhyme or reason to it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. If a team loses, we try to justify excuses. Oh, they didn't play enough games. Or a tired team. Last year, the Yankees played all those games down the stretch wow. just trying to get into the postseason. Same with us. They ran out of gas against the Rays. Cole's hammy was hurt and pitched like crap, and he shouldn't have pitched the game, quite frankly, with the way he looked against the Red Sox. I, I don't think there's any rhyme or reason to that stuff, to be perfectly honest. I think, hey, if you're good enough, you're going to be able to turn it on for whatever that period of time may be, and you're going to go and win. And the one thing I would say, maybe the American League East is going to be over and done with, but home field advantage may not be. Because remember, the Astros are an unbelievable team. I think you got them by about five games right now. But that could change. That over could the change. Next no, that could change. Months. That could change. So like, there's not a given that home field advantage is a lock. And yeah. I'm playing. I'm playing guys until home field advantage is a lock. And I'm playing guys till the end of the year. Keep them sharp. Keep them fresh. You know. I would agree. So JJ, thank you for joining us, man. I mean, you're one of my guys, obviously, and I just love the energy. I can never match your energy level. Where do you get it from? It's man? also yeah, it's on twelve thirty in yeah. the morning. Where do you get? Where do you I get? I mean, it from? I have the one Starbucks shot of espresso, a little skim milk, and that's it. I'm good for the day. That's <laughs> it. Um, I'm genuinely stunned. So what are we setting the odds at that I am back in this ballpark uh, in October? So I would, yeah, we should close on that because we. I were, would say the odds of me being back here because if they play in the American League Division Series, I will absolutely be back for Game Story. And four. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say plus 150. But we were a key thing. Because that here, means you guys have to win a best of three. Those odds sound about right. But the key thing here that we talked about uh, watching the game there out in our go to spot by the K Men. Great on, spot, man. Oh, I love Great it. Spot. Oh, I love it. It's Great a good spot. view. You get your own space. You put your drinks down, your own little table there. Um, but you had told me, and I don't think I knew this because the new format, I don't know. They don't recede. They do not recede. So, so if you three, guys get the one, so you're that means the Yankees will put a four or five. Regardless, Meaning, okay. If the playoffs were to start today, the Yankees would play the winner of Boston and Tampa. But you're saying it would be the oh, okay, okay, yes. Yeah, so you would guys be the, would be the four. It would be the and top wildcard team five. and the second wildcard team. Okay. Correct. Okay. So yeah, as as lined up now, it would be 
It would potentially be Red Sox. And TBS would be drooling if they get the Yankees. They absolutely would. Drooling. We'll see. I mean, it's you always want it to line up that way. You want Red Sox, Yankees, wild card game. I said my whole life I didn't want to be in the wild card game, but then if you beat the Yankees, you're like, yeah, I love this game. This is awesome. But if we get you guys in the American League Division Series, have to head there for two and then come here. I don't know how I feel about it. Right now in July, I think that would be a, a tough task. But again, I'm glad that we seem to learn at least to a slight degree that the Sox can hang with you guys. And one series. note, they can. They yeah. can. The Yankees are better, but they can hang. One note, though, I don't think four teams from the Aliens make the playoffs. Okay. I mean, that's. Who do you think? Seattle. I, Seattle. I think Seattle is Red coming. Red hot right now. Now, hey, maybe the- this is my wallet talking because I have a sizable <laughs> wager on 84 and a half wins, and I thought that I flushed a good amount of money down the toilet. So yeah. now I think I'm back. Yeah. But I'm going to say just because these teams are going to beat up on one another, and the AOS stinks. I mean, how how big of a disgrace are the Angels? Oh, it's, I mean, how embarrassing it's a tragedy. The it's, it's bad. Tragedy to Wasting Trano Tani. Don't get me started. But, yes, one of those AL East teams is going to miss. I don't think it will be you guys. I think you guys are in the playoffs. John Jostramski. I'm going to put my money on the, uh, on the Orioles. Probably yeah, Orioles are probably going to win the World it. Series at this point. <laughs> Orioles right? playoffs? I think, yeah, watch out. John Jostramski, thank you so much for joining us, my man. We will be talking as the season moves along. New York, New York podcast with the ringer. I actually like the show, which says a lot. That because it's about. Friggin' New York, but it is a very good show. You're very talented, and thank you for joining us. Well, fellas, keep up the good work. The podcast is tremendous. Got a chance to listen. Uh, now I'm going to actually listen to my second episode. So there's that. <laughs> there you I go. I listen opening weekend. I listen when you guys play the Yankees. What can I say? Yeah, that's Got to be informed. I mean, Simmons keeps me informed. Of, by the way, Simmons, what a joke. The guy doesn't text me for three months about baseball. He's breaking down the eighth man in the Celtics. And now on Saturday, I get nonstop texts from the guy. I mean, uh, enough. Enough. But I thank like you, that. guys. I thank like you. that. Appreciate it, JJ. We'll be right back on Inside the Monster. All righty, we are back on Inside the Monster, episode 32, the Derek Lowe episode, the Maddie Backpacks episode. Uh, JJ, J- I love JJ. JJ I is love awesome. JJ. I, I don't know where he finds the energy. He always has so much energy, regardless of situation, and I appreciate him for He's it. He's a natural-born performer, dude. Some kids just have it. I bet he was in theater. Oh, probably, yeah. yeah I just I like getting, I always like getting the... Uh, the opposing fans feel like I really wanted. Mm-hmm. He's about as authentic a Yankee fan as you're going to get. Mm-hmm. Um, love when he's doing pods with Simmons. It's they're They really counter each other very well. But I just wanted to get a real feel for it. And deep down, Joey, we're going to mm-hmm. we'll break this series down. We'll dive more into to what happened here at Fenway Park at the old ball yard. Deep down, I can almost promise you. And maybe this is the homer coming out. No, say I it. can almost promise you that Yankee fans, they would never say this. Mm-hmm. But deep down, they're thinking, is this going to be the same old song and dance with this team? Deep down, they do not want to play the Red Sox. I, I'm not going that far. I'll I'm not say going that it. far. That's what you wanted to say. <laughs> no, deep, no, let's no, talk no, no, about no. deep down. Deep down, that's what you wanted to say. Right? No, there. I'm not. I can't go that far. I can't go that far. They got a what a 14 game lead on the Sox. A 13 game lead. Oh, they cut it to and, 13. And, and no, I think they cut it to 14. Did they cut it to 14? I think they cut it to 14. Oh, okay, but. I'm telling you, man, they, they just showed that without a rotation <laughs> and with Devers playing in half the games, with one of those rookie starters, you, you threw out three rookie starters, one of them gets hurt. Yeah. You just showed that you can hang with that team while your team is decimated. Yeah, I think you know? that's that's the biggest I, takeaway. 
I don't think they want to play him when they're both healthy. I don't. I think, At the end yeah, of the year, when when people are are playing through injury, but everybody's there, I don't. I don't. Deep down, I think the boppers on the Yankees are always going to be there. They'll be ready to perform in the postseason. Aaron Judge, what hit two hundred in this series? He doesn't play well at Fenway. He went and to three for 15. Yeah. It's something that, uh, you know, talking with some fans this weekend, they're like, I couldn't believe when you guys mentioned the judge stats at Fenway. I think it's just because you see him mm-hmm. and you're like, that guy, there's no way that guy can hit 180 at a place. He's got to have at least like 30 bombs and hitting 400. But the most accurate thing I've ever heard said about judge is that he's built like an action figure. He is. He looks yeah. like a like he looks like a real figure. life action figure before the game on. I forget which day. I think this was Friday. He was, uh, I was with Catherine Veritek down there, and he walks over, and of course, Catherine's always going to get a photo, always, she's, she's putting the tweets out there, she's got quite a Twitter presence, I must say, Mm. and so she was taking pictures with Judge, and I'm just looking at this guy, Aaron Judge is not, he's not a real human, like, he's just a specimen, the nicest dude, he's taking pictures with everybody, signing autographs, kissing babies, taking time for everybody, all the reporters, everything, and then goes in the box and hits like 80 bombs in batting practice. And I had tweeted something out like that of like, this guy's too nice to be a Yankee, which I still strongly believe. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the reaction was like, oh, you know why he's being so nice here? It's because he's going to be on the Red Sox You know what I was about year. to say? I don't know if you've ever toured an apartment, Steve, in some in a new neighborhood. Yeah. But you, what do you do? You walk outside. You see, hey, are there any coffee shops nearby? Yeah. Oh, I want to see. Oh, what's the traffic like over here? You want to get a scope of the neighborhood when you're checking out new places. Apparently, Aaron Judge is trying to show his best face here so that he can just be ready to transition to the Red Sox. That would be a whole nother show. But this series was uh, a very interesting one. The the -hmm. first game there on Thursday, Red Sox had a real opportunity to steal one with Garrett Cole on the mound, and it just just didn't work out. Rafael Devers was like, put the team on my back, though, and that's actually what caused him to be injured to hurt his butt yeah it's because he put the team on the back did you that's what that's what happened how did you feel after game one i felt fine uh physically you're talking physically like i was good you know no issues no i mean i mean what did what did you feel uh emotionally spiritually about that loss because i'll tell you i didn't care i didn't feel like we lost i i gotta be honest and we were talking about this before we started recording this series this is gonna sound stupid (laughs) <laughs> Please say it. This if series, it's stupid, I'll probably agree with this. You. Red Sox Yankees series didn't matter nearly enough compared to other Red Sox Yankees series in mid July. If you're going to sure. compare the importance of what was happening here at Fenway to the vast majority of Sox Yankees series at this time of the season, the series didn't really matter. It well, did, no, it, but I mean, obviously, you still want to win them all. No, of right? course, but I, I'm more so, saying that like. With the Rays and Jays struggling, mm-hmm. and the point now of the rest of the season being stay in that top wild card mm-hmm. spot, the Sox were doing that, and they still would have been in the top wild card spot even if they lost Sunday. Obviously, you don't the want that. Bigger, that's a loser mentality, right? But the bigger takeaway being, can you hang with the Yankees, or is it bad? How bad does it look? Yeah. Next, when they're on the same field, optics is big, right? Like, yeah, that's a big part of it, and then that also will carry you over into the Yankees series after Tampa. Uh, so I, I understand it. I think. 
but the Red Sox sucked against the Yankees for the second half of last season. They didn't <laughs> yeah. beat. I think the Yankees beat them in like eight straight games or something, and then didn't matter. Wild card game, they stomped them. So I don't know. It's hard to really get a feel for these two teams when they're up against each other. And I had mentioned it with JJ, mm-hmm. where you don't want to you don't want to catch yourself overreacting to a four game series when. And you mentioned it. When your team's decimated, this these aren't the this isn't your full roster. I'm not looking at it as a tale of what's to come. That's Me not neither. what I mean. Me what I mean is that game alone, like the feeling that it left me with, like my takeaways were Devers took Cole deep twice. Yes. I got to see with Owned my him. human eyes in human front eyes. of my face, in yeah. front of my human face, yeah. I got to see Garrett Cole get rattled by Raphael Devers. Devers. He, he got <laughs> rattled by Devers. By Devers. I saw it with my human eyes. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, but I got, to, I got to see Garrett Cole get shaken by Devers. Yeah. That to me was, was its own little gift. And then I got to see the Sox battle back, make it a tight game, get the bases loaded in the bottom of the ninth, be one swing away from tying or winning that game. I I walked away from that going like they hung with them, they rattled Cole, they could have won. Whatever. That, it's an L. It's, it's a W everywhere except the win column. Which which is the one that <laughs> which matters. Which is the but, one that no, matters, I, I understand. I, don't, I didn't feel bad leaving the game. I think I said this to you when we were watching that game Thursday. Mm-hmm. It felt like after the second Devers homer that the Red Sox had the lead because it was just so it's such a a huge thing where it's like, oh, and I had tweeted something to the degree of like, you know, Devers back in the lineup like he should go deep against Cole tonight. It's just he owns Garrett Cole like no one else owns Garrett Cole. Six of his eight hits against Cole are homers and he's he's eight for 25. It's insane. But the magnitude of that second homer, two outs, couple guys on, launches it to center the look on Garrett Cole's face was just so perfect of like, I can't get this guy out. I can't stop this guy. And I wanna I wanna play the postgame sound. There there's some Garrett Cole postgame audio here that if you didn't hear it, you gotta hear it. Listen closely to the pauses as he tries to think of what to say about Rafael Devers. Devers owns space in Cole's head. Good hitter, but why do you think Devers in particular has been so tough against you? Yeah, I mean, um, you know, I'm open for suggestions. You guys are all watching the game too, so. Approach that you change your pitches and you get the same results? Um, it's, uh, it's, it's just, it's pretty, it's pretty wild. He's just been able to hit every. I mean, there's just hasn't been a miss hit, you know, like roll over one time, like line out one time. I mean, so, um, you know, he's supposed to he's supposed to fail seven out of ten times in this gig. I don't know what the deal is. Um, you know, we'll just have to we'll just have to just keep at it, man. <laughs> keep at it. Is that what your reaction was after that second homer? Just kind of yeah, it's like kind of WTF, man. Like. You know, um, so, but it didn't beat us. That is one of the most unprofessional things I've ever heard. The way he's like, I mean, I don't know, man. He's saying without saying, Jesus Christ, I just don't know, man. I don't know. I got nothing. I genuinely love, I watched it like 10 times. I love that Garrett Cole is a little awkward in press conferences. Like he's, he's not really one to... He, he hates the media. He doesn't like doing any media stuff. I asked him some questions, some softball questions at All-Star last year, mm-hmm. and he was kind of shrugging me off and giving me, like, whatever. I Granted, I had BOS on my hat, so he's like, this loser. But 
I, uh, I mean, he's famous for fumbling press conferences. He does, yeah. He, when he was asked about the sticky stuff, and he gave oh the, oh, God. well, I don't, uh, I don't, gee. And then his, you know, for Pete's sake, guys. He, he also has so many great press conference moments. That's right that's up there. That's right up there. He had one in Houston where they had just lost the World Series to the Nationals, and he had, like, he wouldn't answer any questions because he was technically a free agent at that point oh, come uh, on. and not with the team anymore. But that was just a classic, like, and I, I, I think one of the most overused things on Twitter. Is like, oh, we own like you know rent free and like own space in your head. Sorry to say it, but like that is the definition of owning space in someone's head. Like you saw, right? it. he didn't even he couldn't even get words out. He was just like, I just I, you know, I mean, I mean, come on, like the way his voice is shaking. He's like, I just. It's like he's <laughs> holding back tears. Like I've tried everything. I don't know. It seriously, to do. <laughs> it seemed like he was about to cry. So that was oh, a wonderful man. thing. That was a great uh, game after Friday, and especially after a loss. It's like all right. Well, we at least got this this Garrett Cole soundbite, which is great. Uh, just a couple of stats here from the series and overall. The Red Sox are 0-8 and one in series against the AL East opponents, but Joey, yep. they finally tied a series. So Again, there we go. A w. It's a W. This in is my the Red Sox, head, but it's it's eight and one on paper. Red Sox it. went two and two in this series, and they won the series. That's what it feels like. They really did. That's what it feels like. And isn't it awesome? Not just for us, but for Sox fans, that you won the last two. You get that 100%. momentum going into the road trip, going into All Star. Like that's what you want. And that was what I was very excited about. It was their 17th come-from-behind win of the season on Sunday, including four of their last five wins have been Mm -hmm. come-from-behind wins, 10-plus hits for the third straight game, which is friggin' awesome, and Red Sox relievers threw five and two-thirds innings on Sunday with just three hits allowed and no runs. So that was an impressive job Mm -hmm. uh, by, by the bullpen, by the guys that filled in. By Jeta Downs, kid. Someone. How about Jeta killing the How Yankees? How about Jeta? Yankee killer. Dude, look at Jeta out there killing the Yankees. How about that, dude? Uh, I got to say, I got to give props to to Pete Abraham, uh, of all people. Oh, yeah. On Twitter, he he made me giggle pretty good with a re-20-pecked Pete oh, tweet. That's re-20 something. Re-20-pecked tweet i'm t- that prank that got me good Abe. that was that was um, silly i thought that was funny no I mean, it, it is it I mean, isn't uh, see here's the deal i mm-hmm. i had tweeted something about the like oh jeter beating the yanks and mm-hmm. you know it's okay to lean into it i think when you're playing the yankees it's too it's too easy to tweet that you just gotta tweet it you gotta you gotta post some stuff there were people like oh this line's so over no 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 we got a jeter on the red Sox, and he had two huge hits against the yankees You'd be silly not to take that you bait. Gotta, you you gotta, gotta take that bait, Joey. You gotta. It's one of those. I don't know if you do this, uh, but I'll pull up Twitter and be like, oh, I know what I have to say. I don't know how to say it. Like go through like twelve drafts of like, yeah. Dick Jeter. He uh, the Yankees used to have a. Um, hold on. So Derek was a guy. That should just be the, that should just be the tweet. So like Derek Jeter was on the Yankees, and now the Red Sox have a Jeter. And yeah. he got the hit against the Yankees. And that's kind of funny to me. And so it's hilarious because it's like, whoa, he's not on the Yankees. He's on the Red Sox. So we're so used to hearing, you know, from our childhood, Jeter, who was on the Yankees, Yankees. beat the Red Sox. Now Jeter on the Red Sox is beating the Yankees. And the rivalry. Funny. And the rivalry. Uh, what did he hit in this series? Um, I don't have it. Well, he only he only had what three at bats. Wait, he played in uh, he played in two of the games, right? Mm-hmm. I think he had three at bats. Jeter, I'm gonna find it. Keep keep going though. Yeah, I mean, 
somebody today, let me just tell you about some folks. If you're going to yell something at the park, I don't like to do the whole make rules thing. Yeah. But if you're going to yell something at the park, know what you're saying. That's like the only, that's the I only fully, thing you I strongly do. agree with you, know, you Just there. know what you're saying, you yeah. know? Know what you're talking about a little bit. Jeter Downs, I think he struck out or he grounded out uh, today in Sunday's game. And somebody yelled, uh, get back to Worcester. Um, just that just means it. you didn't watch last night. That just means you didn't <laughs> you, you didn't know what what he did last night. He he got his first major league hit. To did he get an RBI? He kept the rally alive. Yeah, his yeah. First brought, RBI. brought him within one, his first and then RBI. he was the winning run. Yeah, flying what? by the way, yeah. flying yeah. around the bases almost takes out the ump who is in inexcusable position like right yeah. in the path of the dive <laughs> um but yeah jeter so technically on sunday it wasn't a hit it was a fielder's choice oh was but it did they I, I mean it? don't get me started on on the scorekeepers because we'll spend a whole show on that they've I been mean, the dj one today was also a fielder's choice yeah like it was his choice so to it's it like they, he him. had he had the hit in uh on saturday mm-hmm. but sunday yeah this it wasn't but anyway it doesn't matter because he pinch hits for duran in a big spot and he gets, I'm just going to call it a hit, damn it. That was a big hit. It was a big hit by Jeter. Especially, he wasn't performing at the level in Worcester that people expected. And he came up, he was hitting 180 in it, his first debut. Yeah, so he wasn't doing what what everyone was expecting. And he gets the call up. There's something to be said about getting the call up out of the way. Mm-hmm. About getting Bayo's call up out of the way. About getting Jeter's out of the way. Getting Duran's out of the way last year. Mm-hmm. It matters so much that these guys can start building major league routines. Mm-hmm. And Jeter seems he's got he's got I, some dog in him, man. He's got some swagger mm-hmm. to him where I don't think the moment's too big for him. I think some of these fastballs are a little <laughs> too quick for him, but overall he doesn't feel out of place. Great play in the field in the ninth inning, by the way. Barehanded yeah. throws a seed to Charging first base. In, yeah. So he 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 feels and looks more like a not a veteran, but a guy that's that's got a decent amount of games under his belt, which really means something. The eye test, I mean, let's be honest. The eye test with Franchi last year was like, my God, the eye test, the stat test, every test was bad. You see it with Jeter Downs, with guys like Duran, Winkowski uh, in his stretch there before having a bad start here. It matters if they look like they belong. Yeah. And the first time around, he didn't. His debut, he no. didn't. I mean, he had, what, three strikeouts? Yeah. yeah. It, was, it was really tough. I don't know how much you keep up with the Blue Sox here, but when he went back bit. down after his debut, uh, it was mashing. Yeah. Went from hitting 180 to, like, hitting 300 down there. So uh, I don't know what that is. Maybe seeing some big league pitching, and he's like, okay, like, you know, you, you swing with a, with a weight on your bat or what have you, you know, mm. take the weights off and go back. But um, – yeah, he looks great, man. He's it's it's wild how many pieces of the Woo Sox have become vital members of this team. I know. You know, Ref Snyder had an unbelievable series. Obviously, we're talking about Duran, 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 Duran staying around. Yeah, he was great. Yeah, um, Duran Duran is actually a pretty good nickname I know. considering Duran Duran. It's no o- Octavio Duran. Holy cow! What a I know. Guy, what huh? a name! Yeah. What a what a real God given. On his birth certificate name. I know. It's, it's pretty awesome. One guy we got to talk about mm-hmm. is Nick Pavetta. Um, we're essentially Dude. just going to we're gonna be bouncing all over from this series. But Nick Pavetta, another tough one, man. Another tough one. He has the start against the Rays, which I'm saying he needed to be great so he'd make the All-Star game, mm-hmm. which I really genuinely think. I don't know if I think he would have made the All-Star game, but he would have at least been able to say that it was like we could have said, oh, he got snubbed. When mm-hmm. you give up seven earned 
in five and two thirds on uh, eight hits, you can't then really say the guy got snubbed when you were that bad and you were that bad in this. That wasn't today, was it? No, I'm saying that was the Rays one. I'm just oh, saying okay. that was the only start, the last start he had before they named the All Star reserves right, right, and the right. pitchers. But his start of the year and then that start, it's like, oh, okay, I don't know if it's going to happen. But now in his last two starts for Pavetta, 13 earned runs, and that's in nine innings, which by my calculations. Yeah, what's that ERA? 13 ERA in his last wow. two starts. Before that, the previous 11 starts, he was 8-1 and one with a 195 Jeez. ERA, 184 batting average against. So it's tough to see with Pavetta. I think, you know, I talk a lot about how how he's my guy, and I, I ride for Nick Pavetta. And then naturally when this happens, you just got to wear it. He's just got to wear these starts, hope that this isn't a trend, and you hope he's all right. You hope this isn't an injury concern because, right. my goodness, Joey, they already have enough of that in the rotation. Yeah, I mean, Seabold also went down in this series. I'm sure we'll get to that. But uh, you hope that it's just a competition thing, you know, that he's been seeing some uh, – uh, teams lately that are not the Yankees, that are not the Rays. So, you know, you have some bad outings. You know, maybe they, they just happen to be back-to-back. Does he get in his head a little bit about the last one? Who knows? But uh, hopefully some of this pressure is going to be off him because he's, as of this exact moment, the only remaining piece of the true Red Sox rotation. Right? So. I know. Hopefully some of that pressure gets taken off of him and he can, you know, with Sale coming back, what, in two days? Yeah, Sale's pitching Tuesday. That'll, we'll, we'll break that down in the preview. Yeah, so do you hope I, – I, I hope, Steve, this is pretty bold. This is my hot take here. Mm. I hope that that doesn't happen again. <laughs> yeah, no, I would hope that mm. that doesn't happen again yeah. either. That was pretty tough to see. But uh, it, I, I just can't believe, like, I can't believe they started four straight rookies. Like, that, that still feels bizarre with how the rotation was buzzing – it finally caught up to him with the Seabold start. And I know, I know Winkowski was due to have a stinker. He had like a 196 that, that, yeah. in his previous uh, four outings. So that you kind of, it is what it is. You can't really get too upset about him. And then he had, he had the line after the game about the Yankees lineup just kind of being a, a lineup, you know, just an MLB lineup without Judge. Winkowski just wants to always so make some quote. Good. He wants to always have some big quote after I love that he start. ran it back. He loved that he ran it back. I Yeah, it's, it's you know, I don't know if I love it. I don't hate it. But you don't necessarily want to be the guy, especially the rookie, that after every start is like, yeah, that team kind of sucks, actually. That's like that, awesome. Their part kind of sucks. That team sucks. Like, you're going to start crossing off potential trade targets <laughs> if but you keep I, doing I that. I like that he's not, like, saying it in a rude way. He's not, like, being uh, a, a jerk about it. He's no, just saying it very matter-of-factly. Matter he's just, oh, yeah, no, they, well, the thing about that team is they're not very good. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, they don't really impress me, and... And that is what it is. I think it's funny because he is a rookie. Because it yeah. is like, wait, dude, who the hell are you? I know. How long have you been here? What are you talking about? <laughs> <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> to show up at Wrigley Field and be like, this place this is just kind of this place kind of stinks. Did this place come off the back of a truck? Yeah. What, what the hell? How is many this? of these did they make? They mass produced this thing. That is so funny. It's funny, but yeah, I mean, there there's certain prices to pay when you if you're going to be chirping, and you get a bigger target on your back. And I'd like to see them try. No, I know, but I'm just 
I'm keeping an eye on Winkowski. I'm, I'm keeping an eye on Josh Winkowski, and we'll see if he keeps doing this after, after every start. Uh, but, yeah, the injuries seem to catch up to him. The rotation injuries caught up to him with the Seabold start. Seven earned and two and two-thirds. I bet David Price thought it was a great start. Uh, nine hits. So it's just it's caught up to him, and it's fine because the guys are coming back. You got yeah. the horses coming back. Sale Tuesday of all the, mm-hmm. uh, what was I, I got to I mean, get of all these. Siebold is still a really high pitching prospect in your in yeah, your system. You like don't it, want it, him down. No, and you don't want him to have a serious injury. Which I mean, I'm no doctor, but I am a Fordmer EMT. Is that the same thing? Yes. Yeah. Uh, he was pointing. Well, I don't know if you saw. Were you here? I yeah, was here. I was here, here so, for all of them. Yeah. So on the broadcast, you could see that um, when the trainer came out, he pointed from like the back of his thumb up to like the middle of his forearm. He was like given this area, mm. which one is a lot of area. Yeah, my whole arm's broken. That's, yeah. what, that's what he <laughs> was like, saying. It hurts kind of in my arm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but but there's joints and ligaments and things that are uh, important and fragile that he's pointing to there. Okay. I didn't like that. Yeah, you no, know? that's not the I best. Did, I didn't like the, the area that he was pointing to. You know, it wasn't like... like Oh man, like like my shoulders tight, or like oh my back, or or my hamstring, you know something that you know oh, just needs a little bit of time. He was pointing to some stuff that is structural, and that that made me a little nervous. Um, and it was like two innings later, the Devers came right out. I think that I know, was like that, I know. dude. That could have been a huge low point for the season. Oh, of course. Like I like how you're saying that. Like what, that's a crazy thing. Devers is the best player on the team. Of course. I don't. I don't just mean Devers going down. Yeah. I mean like Seabold too. <laughs> well, I'm just saying like you have no. Who the hell starts next week? If, if, Sale of all these sure. not far off. You got guys. You got guys coming back. Listen, I know what you're saying. Joey. If you if you're you'd lost what four in a row. Or yeah, six yeah, in a no, row? four in a row, four in a row. Yeah, four in a row. They won July fourth, and, and then they lost four in a row. It, with if you lose the next two games, you walk away from this series in a dark place. Oh, like, I mean, you, you kind of expected to get beat by the Yankees. Okay, we talked about it. Maybe getting one, maybe getting two, right? But if you lose four and everything goes okay, you can walk away. Go, you know what? They're a good team. They're a great team. They're the best team in the American League. It's that was an option terrible. to happen. Right, but it's okay a little bit because you can accept it. And even I don't you know said that. If you even get you swept? said the Jays and the Rays are keeping you in it. You're not going after the division. You could at least walk out of this and be like, "Hey, you know what? They're a great team. On to the next one." If you Oof. walk away from it and you get swept, and Devers goes down, and you lose another pitcher, like I think there's a big difference between those two outcomes. No, I know, but I, I don't think people would have been like, "Hey, Yankees are better. They swept us." I mean, a sweep is a sweep is a sweep. If you get if you get swept in a four gamer in a rivalry, that blows. That you're that's absolutely out, terrible. You're throwing out no, three I rookies against what might be the winningest team in baseball history. I understand, but you're still putting runs up. So the the Red Sox are at least putting runs up in the lineup. Uh, even though Devers had to carry him in Game One. It was still putting them in position to win games, which is good. They finally got over the 10-run total uh, for the first time in a little while there. I think it was almost a month. So I I get what you're saying from the Devers' perspective. Uh, the Seabold one big picture is not going to impact them that much. It's not going to hurt them that much. I know you need bodies that can throw, but for the most part when he's been in there, he's been getting crushed. So mm. And you um, have Jackie, too. Yeah, so. and you have Jackie, who throws absolute seeds. But, no, the Raffy one is obviously concerning, and he misses the last two games. I don't think he's playing in the first one in Tampa. And that's the kind of thing that even if he gets back out there, 
what percent is he at? And how far is he from aggravating it again and going to the IL? This is something that just hit me on Saturday mm-hmm. when he got pulled. That or that was on Saturday, right? Or was it Friday? I lose track. Uh, it was game two. Okay, it was so Friday. That so was. it was Friday. But it hit me that we love Rafael Devers so much. He's a guy that's been enormous for this team. He's starting in the All-Star game again. And we take for granted, myself big time included, that he never gets hurt. He doesn't miss much of any time. I want to see the games played each season because Rafi consistently is playing in the vast majority of your team's games. And if he starts to become a guy, and obviously you don't expect this to happen, you don't want any injury issues at all with Devers, but especially with how he's cooking right now. In his career with the Red Sox, for full seasons, and we'll even count the COVID year, he played 121 games in 2018, 156 in 2019, played in 57 of the 60 in 2020, and 156 in 2021. That means he hasn't gotten hurt. He has missed a grand total of quick math, 15 quick games in the last three years. That's nothing. That Those are just rest games. That's that, rest. Yeah. yeah. The fi- so he hasn't missed like any games due to injury basically ever. Mm-hmm. So you're talking if, one of every 30 games. Yeah. Is, he's, ta- he's basically, <laughs> a, yeah, it's a, like a, a game a month. Yeah. So. To have this come up, it reminded me, and this is stupid, you kind of assume with the big stars in your team that the injuries are turned off like it's the video game. Mm-hmm. You forget, oh, right, Rafi can get hurt. The mm-hmm. potential for the, that to happen is there, especially when he's taking the biggest swings you've ever seen in your life. And the last thing you'd expect when your all-star goes down with a hurt butt is that butt is that your team without Devers, is going to beat the Yankees back-to-back. And in the way they did, comeback fashion. Come on, dude. Comeback fashion. Come on. That game, we got we to talk a little more on that I'm game on, right on, on Saturday. That walk-off win, mm-hmm. Red Sox get the W in extras, and mm-hmm. obviously we got to talk about Alex Verdugo. Got to talk about Doogie. One thing with Verdugo, one of many things that I love, is his ability to have the clutch gene. Alex Verdugo is one of the most clutch players the Red Sox have had in a long time. Gets the tying run home on Saturday in the eighth inning, and then in extras, they got a gift from Josh Donaldson. They got a gift. The game should have ended right there. The game should have ended. That, and we're up there uh, on the monster. I know we weren't. We were doing the section I wasn't 10 there. thing. Yeah, yeah I wasn't that there. was Section 10 thing was fun, by the way. It's just that... Um, it's hard to fight when you're when you when you're kind of like hosting folks. It's hard to focus on the game a little bit, you know. I'm trying trying to get some tweets out, trying to host sure. some folks, have a couple lemmies and uh, a couple. Yeah, that was yeah a couple. Um, but that was a good game though. That was that was just a good atmosphere. But then obviously a great result, mm-hmm. and it's because of Verdugo. I want to get the actual. Uh, I just want to recall the actual. But the, the happenings of yeah of the that. happenings the happenings yeah. But what was your reaction after that Saturday win? Uh, I was with you. Yeah. Dude, caught up with you. Yes. Uh, I was happy about it. I was happy about it. What do you mean? It was a walk-off win against the Yankees at Fenway Park. Um, I think one of the uh, moments from that game that's going to be overlooked because obviously Verdugo you know, goes off. He has uh, an unreal game. He has an unreal series, actually, this, this, uh, this series. Uh, a little bit earlier in that game, the ref Snyder bomb. 
Mm. Might be the furthest ball hit this year. Is it the the farthest Crushed. Red Sox home run this year? I don't know what the actual number was, mm-hmm. but you know what? I think it's still Franchi actually. Yeah, as I say that, Franchi is always that. Guy, I remember even though seeing, he hits two homers a year. <laughs> I remember seeing he has the record for last year and for this year. Um, but Ref Snyder's bomb, dude. You saw you were sitting on the monster. Yeah, went over. Um, hit a car there and like broke the windshield. <laughs> right. I was talking to a Fenway employee out there after the game celebrating the win. And I was talking to him about that car and whatever, and he tells me it's the car of a Fenway employee, and that is the second time that that has happened to that guy, to that car, to that windshield. And I think you're underselling it, Joey, because it's a Benz. This is a Mercedes-Benz that got hit. I don't know. So apparently it's just – I don't know if this is true or not, but Mm – I think it's just employees that park back there. I don't know why anyone would park in that parking lot right next to Lansdowne. It doesn't know. make any sense at all. Th- those cars are so asking to get hit. They are in prime position. Batting practice, the game. You see so m- that Nesson shot they have up there by the, the Coca-Cola sign. That classic like wide shot of you know the home run going over the monster and seeing it, seeing it clank a car <laughs> or bounce around there. I have no idea why you would... Why you would ever do that? But is there no clear shot of it hitting the car? Have we not? I don't think so. I think the Fox broadcast was too close to the monster, like that camera, so like they didn't get the actual shot. But yeah, we looked back there and the thing was shattered. So that was I don't know who that falls on. That falls on the person. That falls on the person. Is there like insurance stuff there? Is that covered by uh, the park? If you're an employee of the team, which it sounds like that Mm -hmm. car was, I think you're good. I think that you would get covered. Be. Yeah, let's be real. You That's better a, be. John Henry owns the world. If but. you go to work and your work breaks your car, <laughs> you um, should be yeah. able to go to work and be like, hey, can you fix yeah. my car? You should go up to Ref Snyder. Like, what the hell, dude? Like, what was that yeah, all start about? Start a fight but with him. Just back to Verdugo. Yeah, yeah. I, I think you can't teach clutch. Alex Verdugo just has that clutch gene. He has it in him. He got that dog in him. And he has the, some of the most important hits. He has, like, the signature hits. He's got, like, all of them this year. Uh, the tying hit in the bottom of the eighth on Saturday with two outs. This is an important thing with two outs. Mm-hmm. The walk-off in the 10th with two outs. The three-run homer off of Bieber in Cleveland with two outs. The homer off Manoa in Toronto with two outs. The go-ahead, well, they were already up one run in extras in Toronto, but the real go-ahead hit, because that run is basically always guaranteed in extras. Right. He gets the real big hit and extras in the same game he had that homer off Manoa with two outs. This is all happening right. with two outs. You can't teach that. A guy like Trevor Story, Xander Bogarts, uh, J.D. Martinez, in a lot of situations in the last month with two outs have not been doing it. Alex Verdugo has. So like you just said, we talk or we have talked before about that second run and extras mattering so much more than the first, where the first is practically a given. If you're you know, the road team, you have to assume that the home team is going to bring in their man from second, so you better just... You even know. though early in the year, Sox did not like doing that. They're no, like, we're not even going to score that run. they doing that. Yeah. Uh, when, the so- when the Yankees bring in two in the top of the 10th, uh, off the judge double and then um, whoever else doesn't matter because they ended up losing um was your confidence high going into the bottom of the 10th when they got two when the yankees got yeah two? Uh, no no it wasn't high at all no. no it no it genuinely felt like oh, okay you, you know you climb back in it you tied it up you had the ref snyder bomb the verdugo hit it's like all right but the yankees are the yankees they're on pace for 116 wins 
They got two runs. I'm mm-hmm. not feeling great. Red Sox and extra innings have been a lot better lately. Mm-hmm. They've been winning a lot of extra inning games when they didn't win any to start the season. So from that standpoint, it was, you know, you, you felt like you had a chance. Mm-hmm. The important part, though, is the guys that kept the train moving. I mm-hmm. think that was when you get to extra innings. We've talked about this before. You forget half the time how quickly you can make up a deficit because mm-hmm. of the format. Yeah. And that's what showed in that game on Saturday. I'm trying to get I'm going to get the play by play because it was you had the 10th inning it with was the, What's up? I, I was going to say it's it was the Xander grounder it was the Donaldson oh, that, fumble no, that, that that really big. mattered that I think. Was big. That was I just think it, initially right off the bat you get a, a ref Snyder single. Yeah. So he singles, Duran goes to third, Vasquez then flies out, Duran scores, Jeter downs Obviously, he didn't. He didn't rip it. His two. I'm. I'm still calling it a hit for for Sunday. His two hits. One on Saturday. One on Sunday. Probably had a combined exit velo of like 140. <laughs> like it really wasn't that crazy. Uh, you know, in terms of off the bat speed, but he placed it in the right spot on Saturday, and it got. That's the one that actually got Duran home, and then Ref Snyder uh, to second, and the Xander ground ball. I mean, that's. There's just no there's no scenario there where you can't turn a double play. Like that was a tailor made double play ball, and sure enough, Donaldson boots it. Somehow still gets Xander. I, thought I was gonna say when you see a guy boot it like that, you rarely see them gather and still make a throw, especially when they they need to make it a little quicker. I thought you know? I genuinely thought they were going to have bases loaded one out. The second he bobbles, I'm like, mm. oh, all right, game's definitely over now. But mm. gets the second out. Like we mentioned, Alex Verdugo comes up clutch. And he, he's the best guy to be clutch on this team because he's got the chains. He's got the swagger. He's yelling over there at first base when mm. he tied it in the eighth, jumping up and down when he wins the game. He has a huge run tonight as the mm. Sox are pouring it on the Yankees. Uh, and it's, you know, getting the crowd going, pumping everybody up. I just, Verdugo's that guy, man. We got to get him on here. We got to have him on the yeah. show. He's, I know he's a top player for it. Um, but he's got that clutch gene. He's got that dog in him. And if we did series MVPs, I think we would both yeah. give it to Alex Verdugo for yeah. this one. It feels like we he's should do We're not going to do series MVP because no. we're sticking with you got to win the series. But again, the Red Sox split this series and they won it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. He's a guy that you just like to see happy. Yes. He's a guy who's really easy to root for. Fun guy to see happy. Yeah. I I was trying to think of, like, uh, like who on this team. I'm just in my own head. Mm. You know, I was trying to think about, like, who on this team is not that? You know, who's a guy that you're like, ugh, I guess, yeah, good for him. I, I can't think of a single guy that I don't feel that way about. Uh, that like, you re- don't feel what way about? I think this is a really fun team. No, I would agree. Through. I would agree. I, mean, I think look, everybody on your this guy team, Bob doesn't show much of any emotion. I think when he has, I would be happy for Bob if if even more so right now if Bob hit a a walk off. If that was Bob who who did that on Saturday night, yeah, I would have lost my mind for him. No, I know, but what's I would have written what, him a love letter. What What are you saying though? That we're like, are we? Is there someone we're not pulling for? Like we pull for all these guys. Sure, but there's some guys that. I don't know. I guess I'm thinking of past teams and guys that you might be like, oh, Pablo. cool. Hmm? Pablo. Sure. Pablo's a very yeah. easy example. Yes. Where it was like, oh, you know, if he had hit a walk-off, if, if he had ever done such a thing, you would have been like, oh, cool, man. Yeah, nice, nice. But like, for that individual to be happy for that person, that human, yeah. 
Doogie's a great example, but I'm saying everybody on this team is a great example. It's just a fun team. Is what I'm getting also, at. it's a lot of nice guys. Got it's a lot, lot of, of nice got a guys. Lot of good guys in this team. That's and what I'm getting at. when we're out there at batting practice, getting the shots, Joey out there getting the shots with the the cool camera. Mm-hmm. You just these guys, they enjoy being around each other. One thing from this series that I tried, I, I am a, I'm absolutely a reporter and a mm-hmm. journalist, and yeah. I was trying to find out why the Red Sox wear the unicorn on their BP shirts. And they do the uh, And they do the thing. It's an inside joke. It's some, and they're not going to tell anybody. My guy that I talk to basically anytime I'm here is Duran. And I walked up to him and I was like, dude, you got it. You got to tell me, you got to tell me what this unicorn on the shirt is like. And he's like, trust me, I would, but I just, I I don't want to, if that thing comes back on me, it's a bad look. And I respect the hell out of that because he's, it's not a rookie. Is he technically a rookie? I think I, I hate how that works. By the is. way, yeah. he's a rookie, and he's you know he's in terms of like accrued a, a games uh, under his belt, he's got to have the least or close to it. So I understand from his position of I don't want to be if I'm the guy that says it and then it gets back to me. It's like oh come on, Jaron, you're just giving out our secrets. Okay. But can we dig on our own a little bit? I'm here? gonna keep digging. Okay, okay. And he said, I gotta, it, 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 to his credit, I, he said if this was behind closed doors, he would just tell me. Mm-hmm. So I almost got it out of him. Mm-hmm. I almost got it out of him. But we're still trying to find out the unicorn thing. And I'm talking to like but, Justin, to Brian, mm-hmm. to you know dudes that uh, are dudes that work for the Sox. They don't know. They're not telling anybody. This so, is really in house. So on the back of the shirt. It has SMH. Yeah, shaking my head. I don't know what that's about either. Oh, oh. did you know that's what SMH means? Yeah, well, yeah, no, I did. I didn't think about it, though. Can I tell you what? <laughs> you did, oh, so you, so didn't, you didn't know that. Did you not know okay. that? No, I did. I okay. Did. That's not what I thought it could have stood for, though. Um, <sighs> never mind. What I thought was <laughs> okay. stupid. No, never mind. Okay, what you thought was stupid. But either way, we're trying to find out the unicorn thing. We are, we are going to find out the unicorn thing. All right, that's our goal. I see all these reporters over here trying to get this soundbite, trying to get that soundbite. I'm trying to find out the important stuff, Joey. We're trying to find out the important stuff of why there's a unicorn on the front of the BP shirts for the Red Sox, and damn it, we're going to find out. Well, what would you where, what would you guess the H stands for in SMH where there's a unicorn at play? It's shaking my head is the SMH. Well, why would shake it? What does that have to do with the unicorn? I feel like you just found out what SMH means. No, no, no. <laughs> I think it might if be I two inside you, jokes. It might be two inside jokes. If I showed you a picture of a unicorn and it said SMH, you would assume there's some kind of pun, right? Horn. They go together. Horn. Shaking my horn. Shaking my horn. Is it just that they're shaking my horn? <laughs> <laughs> is this whole thing that they're shaking my horn? Is that what that is? I thought I thought Horn was the H at least. I don't. All right, we're gonna keep digging. We promise you guys that. A couple of uh, housekeeping things here. Poll results from you guys, the listeners. I put a poll out there before the series started. Do you think the Red Sox are gonna win one game, two games, three games, sweep or get swept? Our listeners get it, man. They nailed no it. Thirty-one percent win two games. Woo! The majority of you guys, out of all four options, the most picked win two games. I picked win two games. You guys get it. I think everybody understands that this was going to be a sweep. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> That's also known as a split. <laughs> the Red Sox swept. I was like, wait, the Red, Sox, the Red Sox won two games and they swept the Yankees. That's, Some, somebody that's was saying to me on Twitter, like, Joey, we we heard you say it was the Sox were going to get swept. That's not what I said. What I said was you were, were not positive at all. No, I wasn't. I wasn't feeling too good about it. Right. I was. I was incorrect. All right. Okay. But uh, but that's big of you. But to say that. I know it is. Thank you so much. But you, person on Twitter, were also wrong because I never said they were going to get swept. I said the Sox were going to win one. Okay. I said one, maybe, is what I actually said. <laughs> yeah, you were really so I hinted, I hinted at a sweep. I never said they were going to, though. Um, I had faith in my guys. I had faith in my guys. Honestly, coming into today, I felt really good. I had... Well, I felt good because of Pavetta, and that that obviously didn't work out. So. I just think the momentum was so good. The vibes are so high. No, I know, but momentum's only as right. good as your next starter. I, I just One. think I was impressed. Let's put it this way. Mm-hmm. I was impressed that they won a game by five runs, that they were down six to two, especially with how it was going. Unreal. Two runs in the first. Yeah. Two runs in the two. I was like, oh, my God, what is this like, going to yeah, be, like 15 long? to three? <laughs> but it was six to two, and it felt worse. Mm-hmm. Felt worse than that to the point that when and they're getting getting a lot of two out runs, mm-hmm. a lot of two out runs. That's why when you're looking big picture here, these guys have a lot of heart. They don't have a lot of quitting them, and that matters. And a guy like Nick Pavetta doesn't have a lot of quitting them. So I, I promise you, he'll be back out on the bump. I believe his next start would be against the Yankees, and I bet it's going to be better than this one was. I'm also kind of just hoping that it is. But they got a lot of heart in them. They showed me this weekend that. They don't just you know crumble and, and fold over like they they no. genuinely gave it their all with a depleted I don't want to say depleted but a depleted injury riddled roster can we say that and they win two games against the best team in baseball yeah uh, two little things yeah I want to mention uh, one I did my little reporting too I got here at about three three thirty mm. uh, and. Uh, Devers was out on the field before nice. the tours came through here. He was doing some lateral movement work. Did about 90 seconds, two minutes of it, and went right back down the tunnel. Okay. So take from that what you will. But he was in full uniform out there taking some you know, doing, taking some strides, some imaginary ground balls. Ma- uh, well, it matters that he's out there. Yeah. yeah. That, that get, counts for something. Yeah. But, so um, no, that was there. Um, the other thing is something really, really, really important. Yeah, what do you got? I think the funniest moment of the year happened in this series. The Arroyo play? Yes. And we can talk about it because it was a a split. Because they won the split series. Yes. Yeah. A Joey Gallo fly to right field. Yeah. Arroyo comes in and gives what is going to be a forever gif in the world of the Red Sox. I know. I know. I know. I feel so bad for Christian Arroyo. He's playing a position that is not his own. Yeah. And I cannot imagine. It's a nightmare. It's a nightmare to be in the big leagues oh my playing gosh. at Fenway Park and you the ball comes to you, you're in right field, you look up and you see nothing. Oh. What a night. Can you actually put yourself in his like imagine I can, that cuz we were here for batting practice on Sunday and you mm. said, "Oh, Steve, cuz like we're trying to catch a home run ball. We got to get to that, by the way." Yeah. Um and so I'm having that feeling of looking up, trying to find the ball, and I don't see the ball. I'm like, am I going to get hit by this? Thing? Like, his stant was up. Mm. And so, yeah, it's a hopeless feeling where the thing I hated, Joey, is that because we love Arroyo. So, like, you yeah. don't want – obviously, we don't want that to happen to anyone on the Red Sox, but I think the last guy I wanted to happen to is Christian Arroyo. The thing that killed me is that when I saw him doing that, I immediately was like, oh, he's going to get cooked on Twitter. He is going to get but people, cooked. But people didn't. 
I think people were like, well, I, oh, that, what the hell, man? I don't necessarily but, mean that he would, but like, I more mean that video was going to be used for a million things. And it has. I was sick of it from like the third time I saw oh, it. Oh, I still love it. The oh, way, the way he it's looked It's our guy. Infield. But it's our guy. I don't like I seeing know Christian he would looking laugh. bad I know like he that. would laugh if he I, saw no, it. No, I'm sure. I'm sure he has seen it. But right <laughs> when it happened live, I'm like, this can't be happening. There's no, there's no way he's losing the ball you like this. You see guys lose it. You never see him freak out I like know. that. Well, it's funny because he's looking at the infield. And it's like, I don't know what they're going to tell you that's going to solve this. <laughs> it's out there. It's Look. Look better. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, my God. It was so it was a funny moment. The shaking is I would agree it's easier to talk about because they split the series. It, right. We would not be doing this. If, the, if this was a Yankees sweep. This didn't happen. No, there's that no That moment chance. didn't happen. We would have acted like it didn't happen, but it sucks that it happened to Christian. He's a great guy, and Gallo gets gunned down trying to go for an inside-the-park home run, which would have been the cheapest inside-the-park home run That's, of all time. I was So I was going to say the funniest, that was the funniest moment of the series, you know, when, when Arroyo does the, yes, uh, yes, and then it topped immediately by the fact that Joey Gallo one gets the freest hit of all time uh, and is still gunned down is still out on the play. I know. Gallo it's so funny. Gallo who has been awful. But listen, Yankees fans, I'm dude, I'm so tired of hearing Yankees fans complain about him. Oh, get him out of here. We've got to get I, Are you kidding oh, me? I'm tired of it because if you're winning, if you're on pace to win what 162 16. games, just let your team have a terrible player. Have a guy that you can laugh at. He hits you some home runs sometimes. You're still winning 72% of the time. Joey, he's been so bad. He's hitting 166. Who cares? I understand. I, I get what you're saying. They're but like, still winning. And no, the point is that if you're going to win long term, you're going to need guys like Gallo to, to perform. So I, I think they're looking big picture of like mm -hmm. what they expected to get from him is mm -hmm. this guy that hits a million home runs. And he was never known as an average guy. But I'm not going to lie, Joey. I knew he wasn't playing well. But when he mm -hmm. came up for the first time in the series and I saw he was hitting 167, I'm like, what? You almost got to try to hit 167. That's, that's hard to I do. I understand he's a terrible hitter this year. Oh, I totally get it. Bad. But I think if you're in the Yankees' position, you don't have the right to complain about I, anything. No, it's fair. I don't I care. Had no issue Dude, with it's it. like I'm, I'm saying, like, oh man, you know, my maid didn't clean my private jet as well as she did the last time. You'd be like, shut up, dude. Joey. Just enjoy your jet. This this Joey this Joey Gallo is expected to do a lot for him, and they have gotten nothing. I really wanted my maid to clean my private jet a little better, but I still have the jet. Joey your Gallo's not a private jet, but I I. I don't blame Yankee. Also, talk, think about who you're talking about here. It's Yankee fans. They, I understand. They, they like to complain. I understand. They like to complain. I mean, we we complain too. This is just kind of how it goes. But he, I'm just stunned. At, at the end of the day, just enjoy. Just enjoy how terrible he is. That would be my my note. Enjoy his awfulness. I just can't believe he's playing that bad. It doesn't make sense. Also, talk about a stature. A guy mm -hmm. like Gallo comes up. I'm like. You, like Judge, look like you hit 80 homers a year and have 160 RBIs. I don't know how you're hitting 166. But we have a couple more thoughts and some closing thoughts after this break on Inside the Monster. All righty, we are wrapping up here on episode 32 of Inside the Monster. One thing, Joey... 
I wanted to mention on our what July oh, would that have been July sixth episode maybe. I'm kind of losing track at this point. Maybe. Yeah. Don't know was, what you're mentioning. I, I forget when it was. No, it would have been before that. I think it was the third. It was the day before July 4th. We said the Sox need to go eight and six. Yes. Before I'm glad the All Star break. Mm-hmm. And in this week, they went three and four. Mm-hmm. So they now got to go, for those math wizards at home, they got to go five and two this week. What are your thoughts on this team going five and two against the same teams again? Against the Rays for four. And then the Yankees for three. So you're talking winning both series, going three and one, two and one? Yep. What percentage chance do you give that of happening? I'm going to say 39%. Okay. I think I'm a little lower. Mm -hmm. I think I'm around like 25. I think like one out of four times that would happen. The Rays, Mm -hmm. I mean, the Rays aren't playing great ball. Uh The Yankees are, you just kind of learned who they are. I know their bullpen, we were talking about this earlier. Every guy they bring out has a 0, 1, or 2 ERA. It's ridiculous. Understandable, Castro and Chapman uh, aren't great, but it's there's some names I don't think I've even heard of. I'm like, who is this guy? He's got like a 1-7. So the bullpen's going to be tough for the Sox to to face up against long-term. I understand they got to him a little bit here at Fenway, but... That's going to be another prove-it series uh, in Yankee Stadium. And obviously, Tampa, It's just hard. that's going to be a prove-it series at Tropicana Field. Uh, it's hard to say that with what that place is. But either way, you got, seven ga- I know, you got seven games coming up before the All-Star break. And if you go 5-2, and two, you hit our mark. We're, I think we're asking for yeah. a lot, but then at the same time, just win two series. That's all you got to do. It's not that's crazy. That's all you got to do. Yeah. All that matters right now is the wild card. And all the Yankee fans chirping about... Oh, great. That walk-off got you to like 14 games back. All that matters is the wild card. Understandable. You'll want to be in the division race. It felt weird this weekend that it's mid-July and this series doesn't really have any implications on the AL East race, on the top of the race. But you're trying to be the top wild card team. And honestly, that should be the goal from here on out. The division, barring a miracle, is over. And the Red Sox lead this series with a one and a half game lead on the Rays for that top wild card spot. That's what matters. Absolutely. Absolutely it is. And I think we probably should have let Yankee fans know that before the series started. Because uh, the whole, you're, oh, congratulations, you're 14 games back. Yes, dude. Yes. We're aware. We know. We understand. You know. We know. It's, it's not like this, is, this came we out know. of nowhere. Like, we, we get it. Like, barring a miracle, y'all going to win the division. Who gives a damn? I, I'm, I'm really not overly worried about these Yankees. I think that's kind of what I come away from this series with. Like, these, you know, we've been pitched as the big bad Yankees. You know, it's different this time. It's different. This team's on pace to win the most games ever in a season, dude. It's different. I don't know. I, no, still, I still see the same guys. I mean, there's a couple new characters. The bullpen's better than I've ever seen it for them. That's, that's for sure. That that's for I think sure. that's the thing. I mean, like Holmes, King, Peralta, those guys, and they kick. got to Peralta. Yeah, they, and they they still you know they they still gave him the L. So overall, it's not the rotation. You know, you had Cole with five earned, Nestor Cortez four earned, uh, Tyone six earned. So you really beat up three of their top starters, and you know Montgomery was solid, but. Overall, we're pitched, oh, my God, this rotation and the bullpen and it's a deeper lineup and yada, yada, yada. I don't leave this series 
that worried about the Yankees. I don't leave the series 14 games difference worried about the Yankees is really what I'm trying to get at. No, I get you. Yeah. I'm right there with you, man. Uh, do you have any closing thoughts or anything you wanted to touch up on that we didn't uh, get to? Yeah, uh, Caleb Ort. Welcome, brother. <laughs> uh, how you doing? Welcome. Uh, I guess he, he did pitch last year. He, he, had, he had a game. He had one game. Yeah. Um, he went one and two thirds, gave up one hit, nothing else. Uh, I took to Twitter as he was coming out of the bullpen. I just wanted to tweet something. I was like, I don't know what to say about this kid, but he's coming in. I feel like I should say something, you yeah, know? Yeah. So I, I used the Twitter gif thing and I just searched the word or cause I wanted to see what might come up. I didn't know if, you know, sometimes you just stumble across a good GIF that just has the word or in it for some reason, yeah, no. which I kind of did. <laughs> um, I would tell you guys what it is, but there's so many Kermit the Frog memes that oh, it's kind of gosh. impossible to keep up with. But it's the one where he's like chattering his fingers. It's like a quick zoom. He's like chewing on his fingers. Um, and it... <laughs> The words dad or <laughs> are on sense. screen. Um, so I tweeted that out, and I love it. I'm going to call him dad or. Uh, not that it flows off the tongue at all, but no. or also doesn't flow off the tongue. So dad or uh, is, is what it is. I looked it up, Steve. Um, it is Uzbek. Oh, I thought okay. it might be German or something. It was Uzbek. Do you want to guess what it means? I have no idea. No eat clue. Up. Eat up. Eat it up! Means eat oh up. God! Why it doesn't it doesn't fit with eat the, up for the nervous Kermit meme? It doesn't or, make or any gift? sense. Why is that's he? Bizarre. Oh no, I'm nervous. Eat up! Uh, <laughs> I don't know what. That's I'm so about. nervous. Time to eat. Oh no! Oh no! What are we gonna do now? We're all, yeah. So uh, th- that is what it is. Maybe it's another language and it means something else. But Google Translate guessed that it was Uzbek and that's what it was trying to say. So um, if you uh, have a better idea of what dad or it might mean, please let me know um two other quick little things here clay holmes looks like an old movie star and that is not a compliment uh and boom roasted boom got you mm. uh loser you lost <laughs> um the socks have officially inverted the have officially inverted the 1996 record through 86 games so 47 and 39 versus 39 and 47. Okay. So. Yeah, I was going to say we should check in on Be Like yeah. 96. Just checking in, but they're I just, mean, they're just better. They're back there. They're just better. The Sox are, are yeah. trying to be the first team to have that bad a start and make the postseason. And they're well on their way. Sox showed a lot of fight this weekend. Could have folded and didn't. This is a gutsy team, Joey. It's a gutsy team. I feel like I learned. You always want to come out of these series learning something. And I learned mm. that they got some more fight in them, some more dog in them than I initially thought and you just learned some words in uzbek that's exactly true one thing i want to touch up on real quick real quick here mm-hmm. was the tc got got tc got got by uh new york port sports, sports. Yeah, port sports. <laughs> new york, new york port sports i don't know if you guys know about this account i'm sure a good amount of you do but they just tweet out a bunch of fake reports. Egregious headlines. They'll, they'll tweet out headlines that if they were real would be crazy well it's because the new york post throws out ridiculous headlines for things that aren't even that crazy. We were talking about the David Ross one where mm-hmm. Winkowski obviously says like Rickley's just whatever. And what was their headline again? It said David Ross claps back. Claps back. And he's basically just like, no, nah, I, I got to say I played for both teams and I like both Fenway and Wrigley. Oh! <laughs> oh! Got him! Yo, D-Ross, you didn't have to do him like that. Yo, you want to see a dead body? Like, it's, that <laughs> Stop, was so... he's already dead. So stupid. So, um, 
New York, New York Port Sports tweeted out, breaking DJ LeMayu and Aroldis Chapman had to be separated after Red Sox drubbing of Yankees. Quote, DJ didn't like the way Chapman showed him up on the mound, so he confronted him, a source said. They see they do it well. Yeah. They do it well. Yeah. This does kind of read like a big like passing uh, report. Quote, the slugger said it's hard to concentrate when you're walking the entire ballpark. <laughs> And TC hit it with the eyes emoji. I was like, no, Tom, no. If it was a little earlier, we could like call Tom Carey. No, I know. It would be great to call and be like, hey, how about about that report, huh? I know, I know. So funny. But but all the replies were like, yo, like, you know, it's a fake account, Tom. Get out of there. Um, But my closing thought. So I I don't keep track of our reviews on on Apple Pods too much. I I, I gave you this advice, Joey, Mm -hmm. that I learned from with Section 10 Mm -hmm. that... I just stopped looking at the reviews. I don't do that. No, I know. But I'm just saying, like, I stopped looking at reviews because if you get a a positive one, you probably think a little too much of yourself. You get a negative one, you think too negative of yourself, where typically you're always kind of somewhere in between. And I noticed with our reviews, we got, like, we had, I think, 4.7 out of 5, which is a great place to be. Mm -hmm. You guys were leaving great reviews, honest reviews. And then I think we got attacked. I think we got attacked because of the June 28th stuff and some yeah. specific folks came over and just blew us up. Yeah. Blew us up. And basically what I'm asking, this is what I'm asking. I'm asking for you listening right now to leave us a five-star review and say whatever the hell you want. Be as honest as you want. Say whatever you want. Make it a five-star review. And the best one we see I am buying you a Pedro Martinez 99 All-Star BP jersey. We got to get back. Because I, I think we're around four. And that's like, we, we, I know, Joey, we put the hours in, man. We, we try to give you guys the best product you can possibly have. And I want to get our rating back to where it should be. I think that's fair? Understand- no, understandable. I just think that's a massive prize. I you mean, think that's a massive prize? I think it's a massive. Prize. I like. See, you here's can't the deal. Walk, the thing is, you can't walk it back now. No, I now said you it. have to do that. It's yeah. on the pod. Yeah. yeah. So leave a five star review on Apple for Inside the Monster. Say whatever you want, and I would, I would, if you're, if I'm gonna, if I'm gonna pick yours, it's probably got to be funny. Quick question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Am I eligible for this? No. <laughs> You're not eligible. Can you buy me the jersey anyway? No, no, no. You're like, here's the deal. Uh, can you just buy me stuff? Because like that sounds sick. Let's yeah. just do that. But that's that's my challenge to everybody at home. <laughs> Five star review. Say what you want. We're gonna pick the best one. I'm buying you a Pedro Martinez 99 BP jersey. And make it funny. Make it funny. Make funny, it funny, man. Funny man. Make it funny. Make me laugh, clown. Make me laugh. What a series at Fenway Park. Started off with a game they probably should have won and didn't. They get crushed in the second game with Seabold getting waxed and then hurt. Sox came back. The Red Sox showed hot, kid. They showed hot at Fenway. They win Saturday. They win Sunday in convincing fashion after being down 6-2 to two in the third friggin' inning. This team has heart. They're heading to Tampa, and we are going to break down that series That's the next you're going to hear from us. Talking Rays, Red Sox, from Tropicana. Until then, for Joey Capone, I am Steve Peralt. Go Sox, kid. 
Inside the Monster is a production of Odyssey in partnership with the Boston Red Sox. The show is produced by me, Steve Peralt. Our executive producer is Lena Glazer. Mixing and video editing by Joey Capone. Special thanks to the Red Sox and Major League Baseball for their contributions to the production of this podcast. Thank you.